Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, the beat's about to kick in. You know what? Turn it up. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. I just do Thursday's podcast about songs that kind of, you know, break the sexy time mood. And you played Sarah McLaughlin, which, of course, made me cringe. Only because that was the song I lost my virginity to. Yeah. Good times. Is this your idea of getting jiggy with it? And now. Maybe you should get a different job. One where you're not around so many assholes. I was going to say men. Oh, right. Our feature presentation. That's not the way you want to start. No. You were Sad dogs? Dog trying? No. But he was talking about that was the song he lost his virginity to. <laughs> right, which is unfortunate. <laughs> it's very unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know how you get jiggy with it when that song's going on. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning. It is the 16th of June. Spider Kevin, Spider Kevin <laughs> does whatever a Spider Kevin does. Kevin lost a whole month after this spider bite. Isn't that weird? <laughs> what? Because it's July for us. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just weird. Did I say June? You did. Yeah. Were you in some sort of uh, some sort of coma or something? And you just came out of it and didn't realize it? I mean, President already, already Obama is still the president, right? You looking forward to the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> So, how you feeling? I'm all right. You're Spider Kevin. I mean, sure. Does it annoy you how many of us and how many people in your life insist that you must now have some extraordinary superpowers? Yes, it annoys me, and I would do it to any friend that I had that this happened to. So, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Yeah, because I'm very disappointed that so far we haven't seen much change in you. I mean, we haven't, but have you, Kevin? I've, Even a subtle change where you're mm-hmm. like, wow, I remember things like a lot better. Or, ooh, x-ray vision. Um, no. Can you climb buildings? I haven't tried. Technically, I haven't tried to climb okay. a building. Okay. okay. So maybe that's so, it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we take cool? a break in a little bit and head outside. <laughs> see if you can scale it. See how you can go. Yeah. Let's throw them off a roof and Give see if you climb down. <laughs> Have you had? Uh, have you uh, have you seen any webs coming out of your wrists? Uh, not out of my wrist. <laughs> oh God! I know. Ah. I'm like too easy, Bean. Too easy. <laughs> <laughs> what am I but supposed to do? He gave me the alley. Right. Ugh. Yeah, you gotta. Oh. Oop it. Doesn't need to be known. All of this. <laughs> you gotta hoop it. Can I we start over? 
We should. Yeah. <laughs> um, spider Kevin. Right. Spider Kevin yeah. does whatever a Spider Kevin does. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the journey later on today. We do have a big program. I want to do uh, do this story. I thought it was interesting. I want to get your uh, take on it. Uh, you know how we uh, we talk about from time to time. You go to a uh, concert and you look around, and at least half of the people in the audience are not looking at the stage or the performer because why? They're looking at their phones. Looking at their phone. Yeah. If you're lucky, it's not their iPad. It's their phone. Yeah. They're Those holding... the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Dave. They're holding up their phones in front of their faces, and that's what they're doing. So they almost could be at home, you know, because Correct. they're really just watching it on a little screen. Plus, they'll never watch it. So that's, literally, they're not going to see that show. That's what I keep thinking, is that they'll never watch it. Now, it's possible that you're trying to take a little piece of video just to put up on your stories or something, you know what I mean? Maybe that's it. But I was at a concert last night. You know how rare that is for me, especially on a school night. I went to see my beloved Rolling Stones again. And there, I mean, again, like 50% of the audience was holding up their phones for almost the entire show. No. And I don't know what the, I don't know what the point of that is. I don't either. Get it. Sometimes people are actually watching the show while they're filming, but their hand Uh is just going all over the place. Like they're not even, they don't even have the stones in this case. In frame. I feel like maybe the Stones has an older crowd, so do you think maybe that's the only way they can see the band? Oh, good. I don't know. So they were using it kind of as a... I don't know, because we see that at all concerts, no matter the age. You know what I mean? True. You think they were holding it up so I fall on and I can't get up? We'll actually get the signal will get out? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were pretty far back, but they do have, like in stadium shows, it was at the Superdome, they do have giant screen so that, you know, you can see what's happening on stage from anywhere. Right. All right. So having said that about phones, here's a story that has uh, has created a great deal of controversy from a professional photographer who gets hired to shoot weddings and other, you know, events that are important to people. And she has had enough of people who are attempting, essentially, to take all their own pictures while she's trying to take pictures. Mm -hmm. Her name is Hannah Stanley. She was recently hired to photograph a wedding, and everything was going great. She was at that spot where the bride and the father enter the church. And they are at the end of the, uh, you know, the, the just coming right through the doors. You see the aisle. You see the people. That's when they're walking in. That's a big, big moment. Right as she went to take her shot, somebody, who I assume was sitting on the aisle, leaned all the way out into the center aisle and took an iPhone photo. (laughs) Completely ruining her shot. That's exceptional considering that she did that in front of the photographer. Yes. And in front of, I mean, I don't know, in front of the bride and the groom too who, I mean, I don't know what their thought, excuse me, the bride and her father, I don't know what they thought about it, but here's somebody leaning out. Father? uh, This is getting worse. No, walking down the aisle. buried the lead. So uh, she lives in Fort Worth, Texas. She recounted the experience in a very open, uh, honest letter on Facebook, asking people to stop looking at weddings through their phones and just be present. She said to the girl with the iPhone, not only did you ruin my shot, but you took this moment away from the groom, the father of the bride, and the bride. And to your point, Kevin, about how many people look at these things afterwards, what exactly do you plan to do with the photo? Honestly. Dude, are you, you doing it for print- the gram. Are Come you going to print it out? No. Are you going to save it? Are you going to look at it every day? Put it up on the Instagram so you can go, hey, I was here. No, you're not. But the bride okay. would have printed this photo, looked at it often, and reminisced over this moment as her dad walked her down the aisle on her wedding day. But instead, you wanted to take a photo with your phone blocking my view and taking a photo that you will not use. Uh, she she can continued. I, can I? Guests, 
Please stop viewing weddings you attend through a screen. Turn off your phone and enjoy the ceremony. Almost there, Allie. You are important to the bride and groom. You would not be attending the weather, uh, uh, the wedding otherwise. So let me do my job. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this once-in-a-lifetime moment. Sincerely, wedding photographers. She has her hand up, B. All right, I can tell you're champing at the bit. Go ahead. Uh, good wedding photographer could get her right out of the picture. A Photoshop her also, right on out. Also, that's not really your, your only choice to take that picture like one second later you can uh, you can snap take another the one same picture yeah having said that everything you're saying is relevant uh, totally true yeah um but you can photoshop her out. i'm gonna you're send a, you this picture and i mean she's covering at least a third of the bride with her arms <laughs> oh, and geez. her phone okay, okay maybe not it's not just a tiny little edge of a phone in the shot i will i will send it to you that's exceptional but there are a lot of people who are coming down on the photographer who says that she is unprofessional. One wedding photographer waited. I am blown away that you posted this. Did you get the shot? If so, great. You did your job. Why would you make a big deal out of it and shame the guest? Not a good idea. That's somebody who's assuming that she did get a later shot. But not right at the entrance of the church as they're walking in, maybe closer down the aisle, not the shot she wanted. A second said, a good photographer wouldn't badmouth an excited guest. They would simply Photoshop it out. You have to be more assertive as a photographer. It's partly your fault. If needed, I'll be rude and push their hand. And she said, you know, it was a wedding. I didn't want to really cause a scene. I don't want to wrestle with another guest. Just choke them out quick and then take the picture. (laughs) So was she, is it her bad for posting this? Is she right to be ticked off? And And if so, is it okay for her to put this up? Or does it reflect poorly on her business? I mean, I sort of feel like the photographer has the right to do it. Omar just walked in because he, uh, you know, he, oh, he does a lot of weddings. Yeah, my weddings all the time. And uh, this little photographer is being a little bitch. Really? Oh, yeah. Because, like, like, okay, wait a second and take another shot. Yeah, well, right. What's wrong with her? Seconds w- away. With that said, it is more common nowadays that the bride and groom will have me announce before the ceremony, before the reception, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we have a professional photographer. Please be in the moment. Do not uh, shoot with your iPhones. Do they say, do not lean over into the aisle in front of the photographer <laughs> they're, they're at an important that, moment? They're not that specific. Okay. Well, that's on them, then. I mean, yeah. it is it is really smart, I think, for them to make that announcement. Totally. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, be, because this is exactly what you're trying to avoid. And, by the way, it doesn't help. Doesn't people help. people don't listen. Yeah, right? People just really? say that anyway. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are dicks. Yeah, for sure. But but uh, yeah, what's wrong with this photographer? She can't wait a second and shoot another picture. I assume she got a fine picture, but I also assume this happens every wedding or so t- way too much. Mm-hmm. So she's fed up. Yeah, stop right, let's it. give this. Let's give this a few seconds, Ali. I just DM'd you the photo. I want you to see it, and we uh, somebody else there will be able to des- describe it better. But I totally get her frustration. I yeah, I mean, I assume it's not just this picture. I yeah. assume it's this happens all the time. She's tired yeah. of it. Why don't people? She's just, just tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a not her dad. That's the groom. Really? <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> number one. Oh, yeah, I guess he would be kind of young to yeah. be dad. <laughs> he's, uh, he's in his maybe late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, that's How did he entrance. have her when yeah. he was so young? Yeah. And he had by kids the way, way early. that's the grand entrance into the reception. Yeah. This is not them walking down the aisle. So F this woman even harder. Yeah. Wait, so. No, wait, this is no, the grand the entrance of them. No, this is the grand entrance of them as husband and wife. Mm hmm. You think so? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Have you been to a wedding? <laughs> have you met people? Bean doesn't I, go to weddings. Have you? And the, the weddings he goes to, it's really young dads. <laughs> when was the last time you went to a wedding for real? 
Oh, I have no idea. I don't remember. But the Ten more years? important the more important question for me is have I read the story? Clearly <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer to the both of those is I'm, um the last wedding I went to Yes. I assume I'm going to just say 20 years. Was it lightnings? Were you dressed as friars? We were monks, I think thank you. Lightning monks. is the last wedding that I, that sprang to mind. Wow. Yeah, that was like 25 years ago. Oh my god! Bean, How do weddings? Bean is the guy who says, uh, um, "Please invite me," mm-hmm. yes. and then I'm going to be the first one to respond. Though, yeah. yeah, you don't have to worry about me attending, yeah. but you, but I, I'm very hurt if I don't get invited. Which, yeah, is, I can't make which it. is a whole nother story. Which is why I didn't invite Bean to my wedding. Yes, yep. <laughs> just to piss <laughs> him off. <laughs> why you're a dick, and I was hurt. And I was hurt. All right, so this is just her at a softball game with her brother. Yeah. That's all this turned out to be. <laughs> and there's a sickle and a neighbor. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's uh, talk about today's Capitol Beach show, shall we? Hang on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> um, you were fired, and it wasn't your fault. Mm. I said yesterday, we're going to get a lot of calls where That's, we were like, that was your fault. You ever so, a rule yeah. against All right, them? ma'am. I bet half the people who get fired believe it wasn't their fault. Yes. And just about that many, it is their fault? Pretty much all of them? So when he said half, you said just about as many. I'm saying those are the people that will call. So everybody that calls that believes it's not them. I think we'll get two that we will agree with. Okay. Those are the odds. Uh, It's friends and helpers time. So we are going to talk about that again on this morning's Kevin and Bean Show. We have a uh, TCL TV and a soundbar, which, yeah. if, you, if I have to be honest, is too much for you. It's almost too Although, nice, after yeah. listening to that last 15 minutes, I guess you, you earned it. Uh, Omar's brother had a visitor at his home. God damn it. I'm getting more <laughs> furious. Have you seen the videos yet? I haven't watched them. I, was I cannot into wait. Video evidence. I, e- I emailed you video evidence, and oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm just fuming. Okay. <laughs> I am. Uh, Bean <clears throat> was. It says here, and I'm sure it's a mistype, babysitting. I'm no. I'm sure that's oh, not. No, no, no. I wasn't babysitting. Okay, it's just oh, no. a story that I'm going to bring you about oh, a controversial God. babysitter. Okay. Can you imagine being babysitting? That's why I was like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> being a kid. So, no, he is, there wasn't being, it wasn't you then. Everything's no, cool. No, no, no. Okay. Certainly not. All good. Everything's cool. <laughs> I thought we had gone to hell in the last couple of days. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Alan McKay is here. Time for a look at what's happening. If you didn't hear it yesterday, because it happened kind of late in the show, we have our Elvis, you guys. Not not Clownvis, really. you mean? Well, no, we have Clownvis, obviously. Uh, no, we have our Elvis. This is the Boz Lerman upcoming biopic. Ah. Where it's going to be, um, it's untitled right now, but it's going to be Elvis's rise to fame from broke aspiring singer to worldwide superstar. Framed by his complicated relationship with his manager of more than 20 years, Colonel Tom Parker, who we know will be played by Tom Hanks. So right there, you're like, already in, right? Any like Tom a, Hanks. an A-level production with Baz Luhrmann and Tom Hanks. Absolutely. If you're thinking, okay, Baz Luhrmann, who is he? He's uh, Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge. Well, he announced yesterday who would be playing Elvis. If you'll remember, Ansel Elgort, Miles Teller, Harry Styles, all up for the role, but... It went to a young actor named Austin Butler. What do we know him from? Austin Butler. Uh, I said yesterday what the shows were. Now I can't remember. I sort of feel like you need a a relative unknown. Uh, Yeah. Otherwise, you're like, that's not Elvis. That's that's that guy from that. The Carrie Diaries. Is that a show? 
Yeah, that's a show. Yep, he was in that then. Um, But wait, because they used a well-known actor for for Bohemian Rhapsody. They used a well-known actor for Rocket Man. I mean, I think a star can play a singer and you can get into it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I I wouldn't say either of them are well known. They weren't superstars, no. but they certainly had a They had a, they had a pretty good resume if you were into This kid is was in the Carrie Diaries for 2 years and also Arrow. Arrow, that's the other one. Yes. Well. So Kevin, you might know him. Well, next up, he's going to be um playing against Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So this dude is doing He's doing all right for like himself, it. this Austin Butler. He also was a uh, very, apparently a very popular uh, Disney actor as well. He, Hannah Montana, Zoe 101, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place, Jonas Brothers show. He, he did a bunch. All right. So I hope there. you're looking at the internet, Bean, because if you nope. know all that off the top of your head, <laughs> we got issues. I like I, it. Uh, I stopped following when he turned 13, <laughs> but I mean, he had a lot of his IMDb. Oh, so gross. <laughs> What's wrong with you? How bummed is Jensen Karp that he's no longer working with the Masked Singer and that he's not working with the Masked Singer in Australia? Because they have selected a new panelist, a judge, if you will, and that judge is Lindsay Lohan. Oh, Oh, wow. Oh, my God. She's going to join the judges panel on the Australian edition of The Masked Singer Mm. alongside Australian radio personality Jackie O., Singer, oh, very popular. singer Danny Minogue, and comedian Dave Hughes. Okay. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. You guys, that's so, going to be... Somebody gave her a job. Something. I mean, right it makes there. sense because people are going to talk about your show and maybe sure. watch it yeah. just to see a train wreck, if nothing else. There you have it. I feel sure. like her train wreck days are behind her, though. That's why her reality show didn't work is because she's not crazy enough Then she's going to be a terrible judge. Uh, she's just boring, like six yeah. months ago, she was trying to kidnap a kid off the streets. Okay. I All feel right. like maybe. she's she's pretty train wrecky still. <laughs> All right. Maybe she can <laughs> bring so some good. of that to the yeah. show. Maybe she could she could try and kidnap kids from the audience. Yeah. Who knows, you guys. Listen, this is a story for my people. It's about Christmas movies. Oh, dear oh, lord. I, I'm in. Last year the Lifetime Network brought us 18 original Christmas movies. This year they're ramping that up. They're like, we can't be beat by Hallmark once again. Well, you're going to be. All right, you can't catch up to Hallmark all willy-nilly. It's going to take some time. Lifetime has ordered a whopping 28 original holiday movies. <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful. One I mean, centering. All of them I heard, right? Well, one is going to center just on... The hand farter who mm-hmm. saves Christmas. Gets his own movie? Yeah, oh, he's, he's going to save great. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> going to go back to his hometown. He's going to meet up with his girlfriend that was like, you'll never make it as a hand farter. And it's going to be amazing, you guys. But uh, this makes, um, uh, this year's Onslaught of Movies kind of makes them kind of in the running to be a go-to place for your Christmas movies. Not anywhere near Hallmark, who's planning to unleash 40 Yuletide movies on both its Hallmark channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. May I just say, you guys, last year they introduced the app so you could get reminders of which ones were coming up. Then you could mark them off as you watch them. Get the app, you guys. That sounds very useful because how do you remember? The titles are all kind of similar. The cast right? are interchangeable. Oh, I totally thought right? you were making fun of her, Bean. Come on. No, I wasn't totally at all. True. I'm also Step very conf- I'm also very confused by this round-the-clock 
Hallmark Christmas movie channel that's going on right now, Allie. It's Christmas it in July. All, all of July they play Christmas movies? It's, it's Christmas in July. Okay. Is it Christmas in July? It's Christmas in July. I'm here for it. I will say this. Starting late June, I started to get the emails from all the um, Christmas companies that I buy decorations Man, from. Everything late like June. We've missed you, Allie. Here's our upcoming Christmas in July sale. Unsubscribe. God. No, I'm like, you know a sucker. That's what I meant. It's true. Do you think the world would be a better place, you guys, if we had Christmas every day? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> Who's that kid? <laughs> You know what? He's my hero. It's probably a Jewish kid that was like, no, I hate it. I hate all of you with your Christmas. That's what it was. Want to talk some birthdays today? Sure. Someone I always um, thought was Irish, Michael Flatley. He's Canadian, isn't he? The Uh, Riverdance dude? I don't know. I thought he was Irish, too. Oh, let's look that up. I'll look it up while you read the other birthdays. Uh, Corey Feldman, somebody I always thought was dead. He's not. He's very much alive. <laughs> okay. Will Ferrell, someone I always thought was a wonderful human being. Then I met him, and he is. Bitchin'. Says here, Irish-American, former dancer, choreographer, and musician. Okay, then he's American. He, he is a native of the south side of Chicago of Irish an- ancestry. His parents were both born in Ireland. So yeah. first-generation American. Doesn't count. You're still now, from Chicago. The president would want him to go back, right? As a first-generation American, he's required to go back where he came from. Right? Uh, I haven't been keeping track, but is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's tell, telling first-generation immigrants to go back where they came from, even if they're American. So, Michael Flatley, you're out of here. Sorry. Beat it. Will Farrell, where's he from? Should we check on him? Is he safe? <laughs> I mean, we, we should start checking on everybody, man. Good start making lists. Uh, Carly Lloyd, is she um, yes. on the soccer team now? She sure is. She is. She's yeah. been on it forever. She's played in, I think, four World Cups. Good yeah. Lord. Crazy. Yeah, she, she's great. She's That's amazing. Incredible. By the way, we just had the World Cup, Kevin. We did. Yeah, you might have oh, missed, you it. missed it. Yeah. Oh, Will Ferrell is safe. His parents were both uh, born in North Carolina. Okay, thank so you. So Will, Will's fine. Thank you, Bean. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. So Bean was uh, Bean was hanging out with kids. Nope. Is what we're about to <laughs> tell you. Nope. Bean was hanging out with kids. Not the case at all. It's good news because when I saw that, <sighs> you almost didn't come in. Right. I don't want to hear it. She just saw Bean babysitting. You're like, what? <laughs> Followed by the next day, Bean in jail. <laughs> Come on. By the way, um, like many teenagers, I babysat to make extra money mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Really? I'm sure you guys did too, right? I, I did, but yeah. yeah but, I did. I babysat. But right, but. I was good at it. Mm, the kids dug me. Well, did they? Yes. Were you I good at the, it? I was the fun neighbor. Yeah. Were you fun? Yeah, because I didn't really care what they did that much. I wasn't enforcing <laughs> bedtimes and stuff like Everybody that. Everybody sit down. Let's talk about the Postmaster General. <laughs> I mean, they weren't interested in my stories. But the, <laughs> well, no, neither are we, so that's the same. Babysitting is in the news right now. It's, uh, this is all over uh, the internet, but I happen to be reading this story on uh, scarymommy.com, which is a site where I think they essentially <laughs> oh, shame parents. But this is a mom who basically did not want to pay her babysitter. And Kevin, you know, you raised some kids. If you can find a good babysitter, yes. you do everything you can to keep that person around yep. to look after your Forever. kids, right? Yeah, because I mean there it's uh, I mean that's a, a very it's very difficult to trust somebody who actually does a good job that the kids like, who's reliable. They get reliable. a job, you want to get in there and just get them fired immediately. If they try it's, to go off to school, you just get everything revoked. <laughs> it's really important. <laughs> so this is a woman. Uh, it didn't happen to her. It happened to her sister. 
and a woman that her sister did some babysitting for. All right. So she writes to the woman. She says, this is the, 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 the poster sister. It was great watching the kids today. I really enjoyed them. Do you mind if I swing by tomorrow at 2 p.m. to collect the money? So the mom writes back, I wasn't aware that payment was involved. What? You, you got what? free ice cream and a day of fun. I'm sorry for the misinterpretation. Now, Kevin, have you ever suggested no. to any babysitter, my kids are so delightful that you should be no, watching of them for not. free? Of course not. And ba- you also give the babysitter money for a pizza or money for ice cream. You don't then deduct that from their pay. Look, yeah, you owe me. Exactly. I'm sorry. I know, That's <laughs> I know six, six hours Saturday night, but you owe me money. <laughs> exactly. So, babysitter says... Um, we discussed payment of sixteen hours, uh, sixteen dollars an hour beforehand over text. The mom says, "I'm sorry. Could you show me those texts?" Oh, okay. So now nice. she's asking for receipts. So the babysitter, because she's an American who has a phone, just scrolls back, <laughs> and there are the texts where the mom herself had written, "Great, see you then." Sixteen dollars an hour sound fair? Are you kidding? I, I assumed it was her husband or somebody else that had. She suggested it. She came up with the amount that she is now claiming she doesn't remember. Okay. Babysitter. Perfect. I'm looking forward to working with them. I'm excited. Um, Thank you so much for the opportunity. Mom, of course. Call or text if you have any questions. Will do. Thanks again. Okay. So now the receipts. So the mom writes back after seeing what she had written, her $16 an hour suggestion. She says, I delete my messages often. Now, I don't know if she said that because she thought that maybe it would be deleted from the babysitter's phone too and oh, that would she did I'll bet so yeah she I'll probably so. thinks that's how phones work right all right so here's where the babysitter is starting to get a little bit annoyed because it shouldn't take this long to get paid right, right? to arrange you shouldn't to get paid. even have to show them the text certainly not i'm sorry but as much as i love seeing your kids i am doing this for payment exclusively duh by the way we yeah, all know yeah, that's why she's yeah. agreed mom and this is where I think your head's going to explode. Well, you're acting kind of stuck up, aren't you? Oh! Can we compromise at $20? Total? <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, the, her okay. compromise is $4 more than she agreed to per hour. Oh, yes, God. that's right. Now, I haven't done the math, but it sounds to me like th- that she, this lady watched the kids for at least like eight or nine hours, it sounds like. No. Oh, here it is. No, I watched your kids for eight hours, <gasps> and we agreed on $16 an hour, so $128 is the total. Again, the mom's offered 20 bucks. I am not paying you $128 for a single day. They're easy kids. Oh, my God. Couldn't this hate woman. her more. This woman. <laughs> Couldn't hate her more. Not possible. Nope. Murder button? Yes. Yes. It's not a discussion of that. You promised, and I have textbooks to pay for. Please, I would accept $100. So now the oh, babysitter Paul, is coming babysitter. down. By the way, is $16 an hour, I mean, Kevin, you haven't had little kids for a while, but is $16 an hour, is that going rate for babysitting? I think it I is. I may get into that. <laughs> I yeah, didn't realize pretty, it paid that well. It's a pretty good well. chunk of change. It well, especially, again, if you have babysitters that you love. Right. You yes. want to keep them happy right. no matter what. And not this case, not this So the one. babysitter is, is going way above and beyond to offer to even give her a discount to yeah. down to 100 bucks. And here's the last. here's the last text from the mom. Absolutely not. I wish I didn't have such a stuck-up C watching my kids. I am going to block you now. Please do not contact me again. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. 
The comments on this Reddit post obviously are furious, and they are suggesting that the babysitter take the woman to small claims court. Judge which, Judy. Which Judge Judy would oh, love this, she'd by have the a way. field day with this biatch. <laughs> In a new post, the original poster explained that the sister is doing all she can to hold this terrible woman accountable. She started off by contacting the husband. Yesterday, we decided to call the husband on his personal phone. It took a few tries to get through to him, but he eventually picked up and was quite sheepish about the whole thing. I mean, how could he not be? What could you say to defend your you wife? You could in this say, uh, my wife was being horrible. Here's yes. your money. Yeah. Here's your money, right? That's what you could say. Basically, the conversation said something effective. Yeah, I'll talk to her about to her about it. It's not very promising, but he said he'd get back to us as soon as he could. Naturally, he didn't. That's baloney. It doesn't make sense. So that's where they're at right now. And, uh, you know, they basically said to the family, look, if we take you to small claims court, you're going to owe us the money because clearly you're in the wrong here. You're also going to have legal fees. You're going to have court proceedings. It's going to cost you a lot more than what you owe us. I wouldn't even do that. I would just take them. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't warn them about it. Right. Don't even warn them what it's going to be. Just take them to small claims court. How could, like... Sometimes I, you, you, it's hard. We would never do this, but help me understand the thought process of this mom of why she thought that this was a that the babysitter was going to work for free because her kids are so delightful, and b why she reacted so poorly to being called out on her your own business. Let me I think um, if I could describe the problem in a word. Oh, asshole! Yeah. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tell me about that Amazon Prime Day. What's that? Well, here's the thing, Kevin. Every year, I mean, just like Ali was talking earlier about Christmas in July with all of her Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. they have now, there used, to, there used to be the holiday season. There used to be Black Friday and then all the big sales leading up to Christmas. Well, now they're doing it in the summertime, and Amazon is, you know, the biggest retailer, obviously, in the world, and they are part of the reason. This year, it is a two-day Prime Day 2019 event, yesterday and today. And the reason we wanted to talk about this today is because I have been inundated with stories on this where people are either talking about phenomenal deals, they can't believe how cheap stuff was, or this is the biggest ripoff of all time. Whatever you do, don't buy a TV now. Don't buy this now. Don't buy that now. Why are they saying that? Because they're just saying because there's there's smoke and mirrors on these things. Oh, and, they, and they And they put it on the site to make it look like it's a huge discount, but it's not. If you shop around, you can find it cheaper over here. You shouldn't buy this now because if you wait, the Black Friday deal is going to be a lot better, whatever it is. So I I feel like – here's the thing. I feel like Amazon Prime is going on, and there are millions of people out there who are getting phenomenal deals, but there are so many products for sale that I don't know where to begin. Like, I don't know what kinds of things I should actually be buying right now. Like, what is the great deal? It's so overwhelming, I don't know where to start. So, like, what might you need? That's a, Are you looking for a big purchase? I'm not looking for anything oh, okay. except a great deal. You know what I mean? I don't care if I need it or not. So if you get a toothbrush for 19 cents, you'll go, yes! I'll, go I'll, I'll buy a hundred of them. <laughs> Look, I would buy a completely tricked out, like, $2,000 barbecue no, you grill wouldn't. right now 
if it was normally $10,000. You know what I mean? If I save 80% on that grill, I need a grill. This says a man who doesn't eat meat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't grill. I don't know what I mean. Look. If, if I don't buy it, we both lose money, Kevin. Right? That's what I'm cheap it is. So I want to do two things here. One is I want you, the Kevin and Bean Lister, to call us right now at 1-800-520-1067. And I want you to brag about the amazing Amazon Prime deal you got yesterday, okay? You bought something at a great discount yesterday, and you're proud of it. 1-800-520-1067. And the other thing I want to do is our friend DJ Omar Khan, who mm-hmm. we're going to be hearing from a lot this hour, Yesterday, Kevin, <laughs> he he was flying into this studio, and my lion alley, like every fifteen minutes, Insane. going, "I just bought something else." <laughs> yeah, I just really? bought something so else. This is like the highlight of your, you know, you know, how, you know. So, uh, uh, you know, recent, and I'm cutting the cord. I'm getting rid of the cable, and I was, uh, I'm researching this Fire Stick, mm-hmm. and so I bought one uh, like a week ago, and it was forty bucks. And then so yesterday it pops up. It's like, hey, one of the Amazon Prime deals. It's it's on sale for uh, fifteen bucks. Wow. So exactly. So I'm like, oh my god. So I bought three. Okay. <laughs> Do you need more than one? I don't think so. Okay. But I just did it. it it's three. Three's the limit. I was like, this deal is too good to pass up, right? Oh so I got to get the limit. So I got three. And then it is the yeah, fourteen ninety nine is the all time low price for the Fire TV stick with Alexa voice remote. Now, did you also get the Instant Pot Plus sixty, which apparently is their best seller? So I'm talking to my wife. We might get that today. Because it's Fif- got built-in Wi-Fi. <laughs> $55.99, lowest yeah. price. I know, it's so you insane. Can, like, start Wait, what is it? On your way home. What's the know. item? Is it really a pot? Yeah, it's an instant, instant, instant pot. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it has built-in Wi-Fi, so you could like start and stop it from your phone, set the temperature. Hey, man, it's high-tech. <laughs> um, Omar, did you buy the Life Straw personal water filter? <gasps> I didn't. I didn't, but I think <gasps> assistant producer Christina did. <laughs> it's $9.89. Apparently, it's for people who go hiking and camping deep into the wilderness. So yeah. you can filter water when you drink it out of a stream. I mean, that's Christine, right? Yeah. So <laughs> and uh, so yesterday, I bought the fire stick. Uh, and then um, an hour later, B's not kidding. I get a little sponsored thing. And say, hey, like, hey, you can record uh, with this device. It's called the Amazon Recast or something. So I got the uh, one terabyte version for like $179. It's usually like $300. Are you kidding me? Listen that's like a, a savings of 63%. They're paying you to take it. Exactly. <laughs> I cannot lose money on this deal. They <laughs> <laughs> stack them high and sell them cheap, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, in case you're wondering, the average shopper was forecast to spend uh, $167 during the event, including $70 on back-to-school items. So yeah, apparently a lot of, a lot of back-to-school stuff, yeah. Yeah, very popular time for back-to-school. All right, let's take a call here. 1-800-520-1067. Amazon Prime has taken over the world. Is it worth it? Juan and Orange up first on Kira. Good morning, sir. Hey, Juan. Hey, what's up, party people? So, what'd you buy? It's a automatic, uh, like, water dispenser for dogs that you connect to your hose. Oh, nice. That's cool. So you never have to give your dog water. It just automatically keeps it full. Exactly. I never have to worry about it again. Sweet. What uh, was the savings? My dog won't die. How much did you uh, save? I think it was like 60 bucks or something like that. Stainless steels. Really, I, I kind of want to keep it for myself because it looks so nice, but... You should. Know, my dog you want to keep it so you can drink water? <laughs> Out of a bowl? It's happening, one. Now, were you, is this something you were in the market for? Like, you went onto Amazon to look for one? Do or you is have it a some, dog? <laughs> do you have a dog? I great you ever are, what? I don't think you ever are in the market to buy anything, but. Do you, you have a dog? Like, Let's start with do you have a dog? One <laughs> does not yeah, have a dog. There's no, no answer there's from one. No one, is there a dog? 
Yes, of course. Or did you buy one on Amazon yesterday? You're <laughs> no, waiting no, for it dog, to be shipped. No, dog, no, dog, no, dog. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Well, Mark, tell me about uh, the ring that you have installed in your front door and the fun that you had over vacation. Yeah, so uh, what happened was I went to Texas for about a week and uh, my brother. You didn't mess with it, did you? Mess with Texas? I didn't. Yeah, okay, good. Because they're, <laughs> very, they're very strict about not messing with Texas. Oh, God. Uh, and uh, my brother dropped me the, uh, dropped me off at the airport. And uh, before I, I I got off, he says, "Hey, can I?" Uh, oh, before he got out of the car, <laughs> got out of the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> he says, "Hey, uh, can I have your key because I like to go swimming while you're away? If that's cool." I'm like, "Oh yeah, absolutely. Here you go." Did so, you have to add water? No. <laughs> no. Um, so. <laughs> Kevin. I'm sorry. Honestly. I'm sorry. Hey, my, brother, my brother's fat. Okay. okay that's right. You said it. That's Kevin did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to you. Okay. So uh, about uh, five days into the vacation on a Saturday, I, we get a lot of ring notifications. When you have the little ring door, doorbell, lets you know when there's some activity going on mm-hmm. in your front door. So then I, no- I noticed that my, my brother is there. And I was like, okay, that's normal. He's going to go swimming. Then I get a second notification, and it's my brother and some girl. Oh, you don't even know her? I don't know who this lady is. So he doesn't have a girlfriend or a wife that he, he would have brought with him. No, he's a stranger to you. He's single. He he's not dating. Hooker. To my, to my, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, we don't know that yet. All right, what else? Okay. What, what okay. else you got? Okay, so, um, <laughs> so she in the video is carrying, you know, some some belongings, and she stays the night. The ah. next ring notification that I'm getting is at seven thirty in the morning on Sunday of her walking out barefoot to her car, and then the ring kind of cuts off. We don't see her re-entering the house. The next video, I believe, is... Like, All right, hold on, Omar. Yeah. I'm sorry. Before we move on mm. to it. All right, let's 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 break this down. Kevin, you've seen the video, have not I seen have, the video. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. She doesn't look like she's with him in this video in that she is standing quite a distance back from the front door as your brother gets into the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems like it's all business. It does seem yes. a little bit yes. like it's all business. Yeah. Which means it's all business <laughs> in your bed, by the way. By well, the hang way. On. Okay, sorry. Go sorry, I didn't mean I, to jump the gun. Well, I just, I'm uncomfortable with Omar shaming a sex worker, first of all, because... There's no, whatever they've got, whatever they're doing is no different than what he would be doing if he were there with his wife or with mm. his girlfriend. You don't know Omar. <laughs> you know, hey, I mean, I'm just listen, saying she's just, she's just a person. I'm you know not shaming I mean? her. She's doing whatever, you know, no, she wants to do. No, but I think why do. you're so but, upset is not that your brother may have had sex in your house. You're oh, upset yes, that your it brother, is. Oh, I, it sounded to me yesterday like you were upset that he may have paid somebody to come over to your house. Well, that, on top of everything, listen, if you're going to bring, even if it's a girlfriend who I don't know, and have her spend the night without mm-hmm. my knowledge, right. I'm mm-hmm. upset. That's very yeah. different than swimming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was <laughs> swimming. <laughs> yeah. It was just euphemism. Yeah. Now, Allie, what was your, you, you said something off the air that I thought was interesting. Uh, well, there was no interaction at the front door. Mm. She was quite a bit back. No, ch- like, usually you'd be like, oh, you know, chit-chatty, whatever. There's nothing. Yeah. So like they that, don't know each other. Yeah, that leads me to believe that that was, you know, a first meeting, whatever. Yeah. Got it. 
Um, my concern is, and this has nothing to do with the sex worker, it's a complete stranger mm-hmm. in your home. Seeing what you got. That could steal your stuff. Absolutely. Come back later and steal your stuff. This yeah. isn't someone that he has a relationship with, even if it was a second, third date, that he could be like, I know where she lives, I know how to get a hold of her, if she winds up taking all of Omar's, you know, gold coins. Right. Yeah, gold, gold, gold coins, coins I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, she <laughs> could take your new, your new fire stick and your instant exactly. pot. That's what you're worried there about. You yeah. That concerned me. So yeah, okay, I was so very she's, upset. All right, so that was, so she shows up on Saturday afternoon, 325. She mm-hmm. leaves at 743 in the morning on Sunday, walking out with, it looks like with no stuff, though. Yeah, but then there's there's a third video. Um, Back in a truck up. Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, where 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 they come back and then they don't leave till about nine p.m. Sunday. So they're there oh. all weekend, man. How much wow. could this have you know? lost your brother? So, <laughs> he's a baller. Jeez. I don't think that's the takeaway, guys. I don't think he's making it rain. <laughs> a prostitute is someone who would love you no matter who you are, what you look like. Yes, it's true, children. Yes, it's true, children. But that's not why you pay a prostitute. No, you don't pay for her to stay. You pay her to leave after work. <laughs> that's why I praise the Lord for prostitutes. Prostitutes, prostitutes, they all. Omar, have you spoken with your brother about this? So, so uh, I told my wife, you need to speak to my brother because I am way too upset and too angry. Oh, wow. That I will lose my ass and I don't want to, you know, there's always been friction with me and my brother, you know, and, and I've learned that I need to kind of chill out before I talk to him because then we're just going to get in a fight. I don't want that in my life anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. right? So my wow. wife. So, Very so, different you. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So on the ride home, he picked us up from the airport. On the ride home, I was like, hey, so um, how was it? You know, thinking that he was going to tell me that who he brought over, mm-hmm. hoping that he was going to tell me it was a friend or something. Uh, he says, oh, you're going to need to buy creamer because I used all the creamer and just oh, just ignoring. By the way, just that by itself is rude. Right, if exactly. If you use you replace up the creamer, it. replace yeah. it. Right, exactly. So, We're talking about creamer, right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. Okay. laughs> so, no mention of who he uh, brought over. Okay. So that also leads me to believe that it was, uh, you know. It's something uh, he's hiding on purpose. Ex- yeah. Exactly, he right? He has no idea you have the ring. No idea. Okay. And, and, uh, no. What time can we call him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we, we can call him whenever. Oh, we can call so- him whenever. And uh, so... Also, the the other weird thing was that he lied to my wife about her spending the night. He said that uh, she left uh, because my wife. My, so my wife talked to him. He's like, "Who's that?" He he said that it was a friend. Sure, that she came over, but she didn't spend the night. She ended up leaving Did he have and to pay coming this back on Sunday to come yeah. back on Sunday. Yeah. So so I think he's totally lying. And the thing that really sucked is that I came home from vacation. I couldn't relax. I had to freaking clean the entire house. I had to play for my comforter to get. Did, dry cleaned it was did, it was it was not cool did you think about burning the house down absolutely <laughs> did absolutely <laughs> it sucked um will your brother be up at 8 30 yes uh that's what i was thinking i uh, maybe will he be up maybe, at maybe maybe I mean, he's got it looks to me like he eats every hour so he's probably <laughs> oh, awake oh my god <laughs> so we'll call him later on this morning we'll call him later okay. on the show all right excellent i can't wait it's the kevin and bean show K-Rock. All right, Ali, is here with another look at uh, what's happening here on a Tuesday morning Kevin and Bean show. Bean, remind me, in New Orleans, is there an IHOP near you? Um, Yeah, I have three IHOPs in New Orleans. Oh, excellent. Well, do you know what today is? Is today the anniversary of IHOP? Oh, uh, the- I- 
The pancake anniversary? It's the it is the birthday of IHOP, if you will. Mm-hmm. It was founded in 1958. So today, happy 61st birthday to IHOP. That's that's a big one, 61. Right? Everyone knows that's, that's when you celebrate. Um, <laughs> and they are celebrating indeed because they are selling short stacks of pancakes. That's three pancakes for just 58 cents. Oh. So they're rolling back the prices to the prices in the 50s. So that's kind of nice. Sunday morning, <clears throat> I go to IHOP. That's my thing. It's mm-hmm. 7.30 Sunday morning. By the I way, just I- to interpret uh, those that don't know Bean well, that means... Every Sunday morning. Right. Every Sunday Rain morning. or shine. Yes. yes. Nothing else matters. Yes. At 7.30, I go to Iowa. Yeah. Well, we had a we had a hurricane in right. town this weekend. So everything was closed on Saturday. And I thought by Sunday morning, it was still raining, but most of the most of it was gone. I thought, that IHOP better be open, goddammit. So I picked up the phone and I called them. They were not. Oh, can IHOP you see was... sad little Bean just walking back and forth in front of the IHOP? Well, in a kayak, actually, because <laughs> everything was flooded. Right. Everything was flooded. They've got to open at some point. So I started calling around. This is going to be a really boring story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So I started calling around. So I called, you know, the IHOP on uh, South Carrollton? Oh, sure, there? sure. That's yeah, yeah. uh-huh. my favorite. Next to the, the Five uh, Happiness Chinese There's restaurant. There's no way that so one good. was open. They answered the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a sad little story, Bean. And they said... We're trying to get some chefs, some cooks to come in. We hope to open by 8. And you said, I can cook pancakes. How hard no. is it? So I just took that to mean that they were going to be open at 8. So I drove down there. I paddled down there at 8. And they weren't open. And But there were some uh, waitresses in the parking lot. And they said, the cooks just arrived, but we need some prep time. We're going to open at 9. You didn't so I went stay. back home. You went back home. Okay. I went back home. For about 15 minutes and oh, turn around. My God. And then drove all the way back. And at 9 a.m., not my usual IHOP. Yeah. But I did, I managed to have breakfast at IHOP. Not your all- usual IHOP, not your usual time. Not at all, no. But wow. did Bean triumph? Yes, he did. Yeah, did he, he did. not give up in the face of adversity? No, he didn't. I did not. It was a real USA, USA, USA moment. I got to tell you, I was very proud of myself. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that Let's had not go that far. So happy anniversary to IHOP. I don't know if that's what it's called, but you can get their original buttermilk pancakes, which I understand being are the only ones you get. Um, yes, yes. Okay. I so, mean, they have lots of different kinds of pancakes you oh, can get. A, a lot of people are into the harvest green and stuff, mm-hmm. and then the, all the stuff you can add. I mean, Kevin, you get the chocolate, chocolate chip pancakes chips. with sure. whipped cream. I know that. Oof. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, their uh, they're regular pancakes are the best. Well, this is only for the original buttermilk pancakes at Great. that sweet, sweet price of $0.58 cents for your short stack of pancakes. And the deal goes from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. if you dine in. So don't go in there all willy-nilly, like, give me flapjacks in my hand. No, sit down, <laughs> sir. Now, yeah. Bean, how many are you going to hit? today like oh, i go to every I, single one i never go on days where oh. it's, it's amateur hour i know there's no way <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to get involved in this at all you only go if you have to stand out in front of a little kayak <laughs> waiting for them to open see we say that like on saint patrick's day oh i'm not going to a bar on saint patrick's day it's amateur hour but for him pancake day yes. is amateur hour absolutely oh that is so funny yeah i yeah, enjoy they, you they can have it okay wow all come right. back when you're a regular Wow. Listen to the condescension. It really is about good. About IHOP. It really is good. You guys, I've uh, I've told you before about Pink on social media. She posts stuff of her children. No matter what, people respond. They tell her how to parent. She gets mad. Then she decided she's not going to post anything on social media of her kids. That lasted a week. Okay, explain the Pink. 
And now she's back to posting, but she'll kind of go off on people in the comments. And my whole thing was, just turn off the comments, Pink. You're going to drive yourself crazy. This is insanity. Well, she's up to it again. Uh Uh-oh. She was forced to defend an Instagram photo of her children. This time, they were running through the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin. Oh, ouch. So people were like, hey, disrespectful. So she wrote... For all of the comments, these two children are in actuality Jewish, as am I and the entirety of my mother's family. The very person who constructed this believed in children being children, and to me, this is a celebration of life after death. Please keep your hatred and judgment to yourselves. So if the kids weren't Jewish mm. and were running around, that would be disrespectful. Yeah. But I just don't, Pink. Don't. I feel like that answer was all right. No. No. It no? wasn't. No, it's not an appropriate place place for children to be running no, I, and playing. I understand that. It's somber. And yeah. that they should be taking it seriously. Uh, and the if they're too young be... to take it seriously, then don't take them, right? Or have better control of your children. Your children yeah, by the should hand not be running like around yeah. if collar? you don't want them to. No, yeah. you can hold their hand oh. like a goddamn parent. Just a thought. But the fa- the fact that she pointed out that her kids were Jewish, mm-hmm. if then she brought two other friends of her kids, one's a Protestant, one's a Catholic, those two then should not have been running around. Yeah, they that's what have been, she said. That's, yeah. that's gotcha. just bad. It's just, don't, don't have comments, Pink. Just eliminate your comments. It's so much easier for your life. I don't know why you do this, and then you do it to me, and I have to do the story. Also, you don't have to post everything your kids are doing. I I don't understand people that do, to be honest. None of us have ever seen Allie's kids. I mean, look right. how private Thank she has you, kept Thank you, Mazaklan. And 11 of them. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Well, Catholic. Yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. If you don't want people, and people now look to shame her because they know it's going to elicit a response like that. True. Don't. You're pink. Just the little pink. You're wonderful. Your children are great. Stop it. Stop what you're doing. Thank you. Some birthdays for you. Michael Flatley. We found out that he is a Chicago guy. Uh, Not... Uh, his parents. Yeah, he's Irish. first generation Irish. I know, yeah. but wouldn't you think Michael Flatley is like straight up Dublin? Look at him just 100%. skedaddling with his feet going all crazy. I wouldn't use the word skedaddling, but yeah. <laughs> That's how you explain how he dances. Look at those feet going crazy all skedaddling. It's the worst accent. Uh, happy birthday, Corey Feldman, Will Ferrell, Phoebe Cates, and Carly Lloyd. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's hard to imagine that it has now been 28 years since Kevin and his wife, Melissa, started the Friends and Helpers charity at the dining room table of their home. Well, after all these years, it has been uh, it's been needed so much and it's expanded so much that they've moved it into the living room. I mean, that is really some <laughs> some progress and it's now in the living room. That's how big this is. It is time for our annual call with Melissa because, believe it or not, kids... 
it's time to start thinking about back to school. Hey, Melissa. Hey there. How are you guys? Doing great. Great to talk to you. You know, I know it's uh, it's not words that a lot of people want to hear back to school. It feels like we're right in the middle of summer, but this is when you guys really gear up because you got a lot of work to do between now and when the kids go back, right? Well, and a lot of kids go back in a month. Yeah, yeah, I said from people online that there are some people who go back to school on August sixth, and I thought that yeah. sounds that sounds like communism. <laughs> I know it does, but um, the needs are there, and we need to fulfill them. And we, you know, we we set everything up, and then we just need a little bit of help. Right. Um, you guys have the location there. We're going to be in Irvine. On July 27th. We do. It's 18201 Von Carmen Avenue, Suite 1170 in Irvine from 9 a.m. to noon on July 27th. And that's a week from Very Saturday. Good. Yes. And we will Yes, be your boy can read now, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> he well, can handle it. Because <laughs> we think he has superpowers now. Now we do. You know, I mean, certainly I do. Let's be honest. Yeah. So we're, since the bite, we've been watching him. Yeah, Spider Kevin uh, is a lot of fun. I got to tell you, Melissa, it's changed everything. <laughs> um, ex- yeah, it's it's something Spider Kevin. I'm not quite sure what that's all going to end up being. Ex- but. Explain the need for the kids and what it does for them to be able to go back to school with a backpack I'm and school supplies. What? So um, on the 27th, when we're making backpacks and snack bags. What it does is we get them directly to the children so that they have what they need to start the school year and they don't feel inadequate or that they hide by their lockers. They don't want to be made fun of. So they start with that confident feeling of, hey, I have a backpack. This is great. I can do this. You know, somebody hooked me up. I have everything I need. Mm -hmm. And that really starts the whole school year in a positive light. Yeah, absolutely. And you're talking about you're talking about school supplies. You're talking about treats. You're talking about uh, you know juice boxes. Just all the stuff that you know the quote unquote regular crowd would have. But a lot of these kids do not have access to that. They just they just simply can't afford they it. Just don't. And that's why you're there to fill in the gaps. So this year, in addition to that event, by the way, which no one will remember, but it is a week from Saturday, and obviously friendsandhelpers.org is where you can find it on the front page of the website, or we link from all of the Kevin and Bean social media. Email me at info at friends and helpers because I'm running around because, of course, we're loading trucks. Sure. Just email email us and we'll get to you. Don't call us, just email. <laughs> email, right. Okay, it's, but my question was going to be, though, in addition to coming to this event for the many, many listeners that we have that actually physically you know, can't be in Irvine on that day, what can they do? Are you looking for people to, to, to donate so money? Easy. I mean, is that the best thing? Yes, thanks, Bean. So easy. If you can't make it, Go on our website. You can sponsor a backpack for $25, a full backpack that a child will get. Or you can sponsor a snack bag, $10 a bag. Nice. And everything we do goes to the cause. So every- and if you don't have 10 or $25, donate five. It's fine. Yeah, it adds up. And it, it adds up. And if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to come to the event, stop off and pick up, you know, some Capri Suns or some cookies or chips. And those are for me. <laughs> those are just no. for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so friendsandhelpers.org is the website. 
And Kevin, you were telling us something off the air earlier. If you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to share yes. it because it was another way that people can help your charity that I think is so easy and will make people feel good every time they make a purchase on Amazon. You can sign into Amazon at smile.amazon.com. Everything is exactly the same. They have all of your preferences. They The prices are all the same. There's nothing different except for you can pick a charity and they will donate 0.5% to that charity of your purchase. So your your price is not more, but you will be paying to the charity. And I found out recently that last year we got almost four thousand dollars wow just from people five percent just from that's people incredible. doing that. That's awesome. That's amazing. Smile.amazon.com. It changes nothing on your end except for you support the charity when you buy whatever you're buying. And that is, look, everybody uses Amazon, and that is something everybody can do. So, again, the website portal for everything is friendsandhelpers.org. And the email address, Melissa, if people want to get in touch with you with suggestions or, uh, or offers to help? Info at Friends and Helpers. All right. Fantastic. Hey, uh, and we, we need everything. We, we really need everybody's help. We're so grateful. Maybe you're just good at making signs. Come on down. You can make signs. We need signs. Um, <laughs> okay. You can, okay. Whatever you want to be. Just, you know, if you, or maybe you're just a really positive person, or maybe you are a face painter or a balloon person. Come okay, this is, this is getting weird. This is getting weird. Look, I'm a balloon person. No. So. <laughs> I, uh, I jump rope. How about that, Melissa? Is my skill needed? It's fine. It's fine. The idea is. You know, one of the most important points in this is it's a fellowship of people getting together to do good things. Right. And the event is next Saturday, July 27th at Goodman and Irvine. It's uh, 18201 Van Carmen Avenue, Suite 1170 from 9 a.m. to noon. Well, we look forward to our uh, visits twice a year with you, Melissa. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing the information about FriendsAndHelpers.org. I hope it's a great event. You bet. It will be. Thank you so much. Thank you. you bet. Bye-bye. And again, it's always um, really super humbling mm-hmm. the way the K-Rock audience responds. And yeah. you have people who have been working, you know, contributing, showing yeah. up year after year after yeah. year, going back 20 years plus. Yeah, you know what's cool it's is when they, when they start to bring their younger kids and then the kids sort of get into it and they learn that way. Awesome. Yep. It's amazing. All right, um, so definitely check out uh, that website. We promised you a brand new 55-inch TCL 5 Series TV and TCL Alto 7 Plus soundbar. That is top gear right there. Uh, TCL is America's fastest-growing TV brand, and they are sending us to Comic-Con because we all love them. We want to give you the opportunity to win this stuff right now. We're looking for contestants to play a game. You don't need to know any more than that, except you need to love TV. If you love TV, you got a good shot at this. 1-800-520-1067. We'll play the game next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Here's what I love about this game. It it always goes south. Yeah. We we just don't know how to run it. No. We've tried. We've done this game a lot. We've tried. It's a complicated game with a lot of moving parts. Plus, we've got the Dave factor, and that always screws things up. Come on. My favorite is we always wait to discuss it when there's like 20 seconds left. And then you're like, how does this game go? We could have asked this in the last 10 minutes. And then we all start arguing, and then the song ends, and we go, ah, let's give it a try. We could have discussed this yesterday, in fact. But here we are, right as we go on the air. Here's the deal, you guys. 55-inch TCL 5 Series TV and TCL Alto 7 Soundbar. They are America's fastest-growing TV brand now, offering soundbars for complete premium home theater solution. They are going to be sponsoring our live broadcast in San Diego from the Theater Box, home to the all-new TCL Chinese Theater, Thursday and Friday morning with lots of fun from Comic-Con. But the important thing is we want you to get the hardware right now, all right? TV and soundbar. The game is called, 
if this is what we're still calling it, <laughs> title fight. Presenting Kevin and Bean's title fight. Two people enter the ring. Only one leaves with the TV. Let's get ready to <laughs> win a TCL TV and soundbar. You try explaining the game to the callers on hold this time All right. Each caller is going to have somebody on our end that gives them clues. So Mm -hmm. you might have Dave. You might have Allie. Pick Allie. They're going to get you to... (laughs) What? I said pick Allie. Okay. They're going to get you to say the name of a TV show, but they can't use any of the words in that TV show's name. And we can't use who's starring in the show or explain the show in any way. So you're going to get clues. All you have to do is pick the TV show. There is a timer. You're going for time. There are five of them. If you can't figure one out, you can pass and then go back. Yeah. To it later. And, and these are all network TV correct. shows. Correct. And that's important to remember here because, you know, there's such a wide universe of available shows right now. We wanted to make it fair for everybody because everybody has at least network TV. So you don't have to worry. There's not going to be an HBO show. Oh, there's we no are net- out of time. There's no Netflix <laughs> shows. There's no Hulu shows. All right. So they can't describe the show. They're trying to describe the words in the title of the show. Now, correct. let's go to our first contestant. Since they have to go first, we're going to let them pick their partner. Who's it going to be? Uh, it's going to be Joe in Canoga Park. Good morning. Morning, how's it going? Good, thank you. Hey, Joe, have you heard Title Fight before on the Kevin and Bean Show? Yeah, I've heard it before. Then you know what a disaster it is. Who would you like to play with? <laughs> exactly. Who would you like to pick? Uh, I'm going to pick Allie. Allie. Okay. okay. Very smart. Losing. All right. So uh, <laughs> how much How much time on the clock? 60 seconds. 45 All right, seconds. 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Allie's going to describe five network TV shows. Good luck. A bow and... Arrow. Yes. Uh, when you're from the USA, you are American. And then the second word is aya. <laughs> you you're fighting. You're quick. American warrior. American uh, ninja. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Close enough. Uh, the next one, um, opposite of small. Large. No, another word. Big. Yep. Bang. The big bang. Yep. Oh, excellent. Uh, this one. Some people have a bad one. Some people have a good one. And they talk, and you can hear this. Um, okay. Uh, next one, red, white, and... Blue. Uh, that's first word. Second word, you cut yourself, you see... Blue blood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Okay, back to that other one. Um, mm. Oh, oh good so good. close, that was good. Job, good job, Joe. Good. You guys were good. The, you want to describe what the one was? He uh, the voice, up. and I wasn't sure uh-huh. if I could say sing or not, because that's describing the show. So. Just right. give it to me anyways. <laughs> okay. I don't think it works right. like that. Four, Look, you got five. You got four out of five, and Good Dave job. is going to give the clues Woo. to the other contestants. So. Yeah, so that's a one out of five right there. Right. Come All on. Right. You Joe, can do you it, Dave. On. Thank let's you, meet, uh, Let's meet Joe's competitor. Hey, Art. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> right, you have Dave, What's happening? You, you have Dave giving you the clues. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, nope. <laughs> You're our man. Uh, this is, is, gonna go this is the greatest team in competition history, Dave and Art. All right, we have 45 seconds. And Let's go, Art. go. All right. Um, you dial this to get an emergency, people. 911. Yes. All right. Uh, Captain America has one of these. Shield. Yeah. And, uh, the shield. W- what is it? The shield? Yes. No, but these no, are current shows. Right. Yeah. No, no. Okay. It's a shield. But now there are people in shield. Agents of shield. Yes. Okay, um, not the Bachelorette, but ah. mm, can't you stand? Okay, 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 okay. Moving fast. This guy moves really fast. The Flash. Okay, um, and then when you're when you're the last one, you are the 
Loser. No, when you when you're you're the you beat everybody else and you're the final. The no, no. Uh, uh, when you, oh. Oh. When you're the king of Mexico, that should have been. Oh, that should have oh. been your clue. I blew it with the bachelor. It's not your oh. fault at Damn all. Man, survivor what is what he was no, looking for. Survivor. survivor. You were the final. We uh. said you can't use any part of the word. So for bachelorette, Dave yeah. said bachelor. Yeah. Or for, I'm sorry, I said the other way bachelor, yeah. I said I said What made you think that was going to be okay, King? <sighs> Look, Why did you just say a, a guy who's not married? Here's something. Well, that, oh, it's easy when. Yeah, yeah I don't see you playing the game, Bean. Here's yeah. something that we don't tell most people is that we keep the list closed until the, that clock starts. They don't see it either. Yeah. So yeah. it's a surprise to both of them, which shows that they're giving. All right, for thank it. you for listening. We yeah. appreciate it. Let's, let's go, go to, to Joe <laughs> and let's say hi to our winner, Joe. Yes. You have just won a beautiful 55-inch uh, TCL 5 Series TV and a TCL Alto 7 soundbar. You are going to be. Really enjoying that, dude. Way Thank you, Ali. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you. We, we appreciate job, it. Happy Comic Con. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Ali. This has been Title Fight. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Uh, we've all been. Uh, first of all, welcome back, uh, Kevin. Spider Monkey has returned after his uh, his encounter with the brown recluse, and he had the surgery, and, and we're looking forward to hearing all about that. But uh, in the in the three days or so that you've been out, I don't know if you're aware that your nine one one call about your spider has been released to the public. I did not realize that. No. And I and I thought you know we filed for Freedom of Information Act, so we were able wow. to get it. So I thought uh, it might quick be here. fun for the listeners to hear a little bit of that first day when you encountered the spider at your house. I I just have kind of a ridiculous question. Um, I'm home alone, and there is a giant spider on the back of my couch. Look how, how high Kevin's voice yeah, is with the terror, with the panic. He's scared. Yes. He's so scared of this spider. And I am talking giant. I have never seen a spider this big, and I have no idea what to do. What's I, on the back of your couch? A spider. As ridiculous as that is, I've just spent the last 20 minutes panicking. It is so big. I don't know what to do. Like how big is like the size of a baseball or a golf yeah. ball? Yeah, it's like the, it's, it's probably the size of a baseball. It is huge. You know what it wasn't? The size, the size of, of a of baseball. A baseball. <laughs> it was the size it of a watermelon. It definitely wasn't the size of a baseball. So, Kevin, you spent 20 minutes panicking, and then you called 911 so that a police officer could come out and move the spider for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? I mean, I didn't, um, it, things didn't go well for the last eight weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, huh, interesting. And then put a Band-Aid on it and thought, oh, it'll be fine in a couple of weeks. And then I started every week showing up to the doctor, and then they sent me to a specialist. And every week it was the same thing. S- skin at that area of the wound would die. Oh, jeez. And then they would cut it off, and then they would put a new Band-Aid on, and then they would say, oh, yeah, well, so uh, come back next week. Should be all fine by next week. And uh, it turns out that it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was just poison in your skin. Yes. Killing every new skin that would try and, like, generate. Yes, so it was super weird. I'd never experienced anything like that before. I I barely even remembered that there was a spider that had that kind of venom. But it literally would just kill the skin. I would go to the doctor. The doctor would give me a different medication, say, keep this covered, put this bandage on, bandage on, and come back in a week and everything should be fine. A dumb question. And I know we ask a lot of our doctors, but shouldn't somebody have recognized it as a spider bite and recognized what was happening? The fact that it was getting worse week to week? I feel like somebody could I mean, put two, somebody in the medical profession... Should have put two and two together. That did happen. The problem is when I went to them first, I had no idea what it was. I woke yeah. up in the morning and there was blood on my pillow. 
And it's not the first time that's happened. Uh, but no, but there was blood on my pillow. And I was like, I don't have any idea what this is. My neck hurts, but uh, I'll just put a Band-Aid on and go to work. Everything will be fine. And then so then as as they would take care of it and then they would realize, oh, skin is dying here. This is a specific thing. Mm. And then so then for about eight weeks, we tried different medications, always changing it every single day, put on a bandage. And then eventually it was just like, OK, it's not we could go on like this forever. Yeah. A wound that doesn't heal is something serious. So they decided to do a skin graft and they did this last Thursday and they took skin from the side of my head, my scalp which was a surprise. Yeah. Well, that's where the most real estate is on your body. <laughs> you really do have a giant head. So. Giant head. <laughs> Plenty to spare. So they took that skin and then they did a skin graft and went back yesterday and they said, everything seems to be working out perfectly well. Skin graft took. Everything's good. So peace out. And I was like, hey, this is the end. Could this be the end? So do I you... mean, not the end, but I mean the end of the <laughs> yeah, drama. Yeah, the end of the drama, right. Yeah. So you went to the doctor originally because you had a giant piece of your neck missing. It just and hurt, now... and it was, and I couldn't really see it. It was sort of on just right at the base of my neck, so I can't see it no matter I tried, right. like, but different mirrors. But my mirror... point is, yeah. now you have a separate giant piece of your head missing. <laughs> yes, there's that, too. <laughs> so Where they took the skin from, yes. And and what happens to that skin from the side of your head? It just grows back. Will that grow back on its own? Yeah. He, okay. There's a little, um, I don't know, like a little mesh covering or something like that. And I kept saying, what uh, What about this whole thing? How's that? And he's like, as soon as your hair grows back, skin grows back, no big deal. Not even worried about it. All good. Uh, do you mind if I, I bring up um, the text that you sent me? <laughs> I mean... I don't remember it, but go I ahead. I was going to say, you may not even remember it because you were, you know, on a lot of pain pills because your brain was showing, essentially, <laughs> on the side of your head. <laughs> Apparently, at night, you went to scratch it. Yes. And then realized, oh, that was a bad move. Mm -hmm, and I hurts. said, oh, man, yeah, it should be totally covered. That's a problem, blah, blah, blah. Your next text was, but I fixed it. And you sent me a picture of oven mitts. <laughs> oh, that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> that did happen. The night after I had the procedure done, like I stayed in the hospital overnight. Then they sent me home. And I didn't know what to do because they said, don't put anything over it. Right. But if it sort of itches, what do you do in the middle of the night? Yeah. So I put an oven mitt on my left hand. <laughs> like how babies get the little yes. mittens so they don't scratch themselves. And it worked like a miracle. I just think you're terrific. <laughs> Delighted me to no end just thinking of Kevin laying in his bed with oven mitts. Well, I was just like trying to figure out what could I do? How can I? Oh, oven mitt. Perfect. That was very clever. Thank you, B. Yeah. Very clever. Thank you. Are is it? Does it hurt? Uh, sure. Are I, you on? You got good pain medicine? Sure. Oh, fine. <laughs> so I'm going to blame any mistakes I make today on that. Yeah. But uh, does it hurt a lot? N not really. It's sort of the pain is lessening, and uh, I think I'm going to be fine. And there's also some great relief in now yes. not walking around going, what is this and yes. why won't yeah. it get better? At least now it's been diagnosed and it's been surgically corrected. And at least now there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The first thing I asked the uh, surgeon, though, yesterday when I met with him is, uh, hey, it's Comic-Con this weekend, so I'll be ready for that, right? <laughs> I'm sure that was very important to the doctor. <laughs> he said, sure. All you have to do is keep it covered, put the bandage on, put on the new medication. You're all good. Probably, please, he said, please probably, wear oven mitts at Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> please show up with oven what mitts. Kind of a, what kind of a cosplay could I use that would incorporate oven mitts? Oh, we'll figure something out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I will do that then. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I have a uh, question for Allie, if you don't mind me. Sure. What's going on? Pretty, uh, pretty big buildup to that. that. Was that long, long slide for an out? Yeah, that was it. What's okay. going on? All right, excellent. Well, here's the thing. Two years after 13 Reasons Why premiered on Netflix, the streamer is editing out the suicide scene. In a statement released yesterday, they said, we've heard from many young people that 13 Reasons Why encouraged them to start conversations about difficult issues like depression and suicide and get help often for the first time. As we prepare to launch season three later this summer, we've been mindful about the ongoing debate around the show. So on the advice of medical experts, including Dr. Christine Mortier, chief medical officer at American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, we've decided with the creator, the producers, to edit the scene in which Hannah takes her own life from season one. Now, if I'm very confused and concerned about this, if you know, obviously they don't change the fact that she commits suicide. That's in the storyline. Are they just talking about taking out the most graphic frames of the of the razor blade? It will show her looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It will not show her getting in the bath, will not show the razor blade anything. So it will go from mirror to her family's reaction. Mm-hmm. So they take out basically the graphic video of her killing herself in a bathtub. I assume by the way you're describing it is that everyone will know exactly what that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. It's not needed. I mean, the whole show is about 13 tapes and yes. why she's going to kill herself. Yeah. Right. Hmm. I mean, I, I I get that they are making these changes because they think that they it, it'll be healthier for mm-hmm. people. Have have there been any any suggestions that people committed suicide because they saw that show? Because well, they saw the graphic nature of that. Yeah, because I, sui- I would think that would scare people off of it. Suicides by young Americans rose by almost a third in the month following the streamer's debut. Mm. Um, the numbers are there that say that 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 during that time frame something happened where people, young people, were committing suicide at a rate higher than they had ever seen. But researchers say the study had limitations. They couldn't make a direct casual link between 13 Reasons Why and the rise in suicide rates to rule out other factors. They couldn't right. They couldn't pinpoint it on that because no one's writing a suicide note saying, listen, I saw 13 Reasons Why and this is why I'm doing it. That was yeah, only 45% of the... Yeah, it's just... <laughs> There's no way to know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I usually am concerned when the man goes in and has artists change their work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this was the people who write and film and act in that show. This was their vision of how they wanted it. And it's weird to me. I'm a little bit nervous that it's being scrubbed up, you know, to be more palatable. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be shocking and it's yeah. supposed to be heartbreaking and you're supposed to feel it. You know what I mean? Plus, so wor- Bean loves death. I'm just I'm worried about it a little bit just because it's an artistic decision that's not being made by artistic people, but I think their heart's in the right place. I also am I I question why now? You're moving on to season 3. Yeah. This was season 1. 
you've had a lot of time to do that. I don't I don't want to come off callous, but are you just promoting that season three comes out this summer? Oh, by doing that? So now we're talking uh, yeah. about it? So now people will go back and watch? I don't know. It just seems like it's odd timing to me. Yeah, it is certainly not on the it's not a, a, on the pop culture moment right now. Right. You know what I mean? We're way right. past that show. I didn't even know they were making a third season, for instance. Well, now you do out. because of this story. Right. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. It's just... Conspiracy ugh. alley. I'm just saying. I mean, there's, you know, people have been asking as long as there's been television is do, and video games and everything else is, do kids emulate what they see? I mean, Allie and I are both watching Euphoria right now. Is that going to make kids go out and do all sorts of crazy drugs and sex because they see it on the TV? I don't know. Did you do it, Bean? I did not. Okay. I did not. I think if anything, Euphoria, parents should be watching Euphoria. It's not going to be your kind of show, parents, but I got news for you. Your kids are doing a lot of that. And a lot of you have no idea, and a lot of you listening to me say this right now are saying, not my kids. Mm-hmm. I guarantee if it's not your kids, it's their best friend, yeah. or it is their cousin. Somebody is doing it. Well, I, I don't know if I said this on or off the air, but I think we need to do a phone topic of things that you were doing that your parents had no idea of. There are people who go to Mexico for three days and their parents don't know about it. There are people who go out and get married and their parents don't know about it. I don't want to give anything away about this show, but there's a young woman on the show who's got a very lucrative business that she's operating out of her bedroom that her parents don't know about. That's uh, that's the show Euphoria. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh I thought you meant on our show you were too. making a joke about me. I did no, too. no, no, no. <laughs> we're talking about Euphoria. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying I think that would be an interesting topic to find out how clueless parents mm-hmm. can be sometimes when, when their teenagers are up to stuff. Yeah, she's a cam girl on the show. I thought you were alluding to the fact that I was, and I was like, no. God, I should get into that. <laughs> no. Right? Like you're not. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think that would be a great phone topic, being. Absolutely. Kevin, I bet you got away with a ton of stuff that your parents had no idea. Please. I was straight and narrow, man. <laughs> no one followed the rules like me. Kevin just sat there with his parents. They were watching the news going, God, another field caught on fire. This is just so weird how Kevin's often this sweating. is happening. You just run back home. Way too much. Kevin's like, I don't know anything about it. What are you, why are you looking at me? Maybe you said it. <laughs> why you got hay all over your pants? Maybe it was a field of hay. What? Uh, some birthdays for you. Carly Lloyd, Phoebe Cates, Will Ferrell, Corey Feldman, and Riverdance dude himself. He's the lord of the dance, you guys. He sure is. Michael Flatley. Who cares? <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, uh, Kevin, I don't remember how much of this story you were in for. Were, were you working the day that we heard about the Moana cake that went awry at the Dairy Queen in No, Alabama? but I love that story. Yes. Okay. It's well, the Allie, why don't you recap it for everybody, and then uh, we'll tell you why we're bringing it up again. So uh, the Georgia Dairy Queen got a phone call for a Moana cake to be made. So the woman hears a very kind of harsh accent and hears marijuana instead of Moana. So she decides, okay, in the the South, no big deal. I'm going to make a a marijuana cake. So she makes a marijuana leaf, 
And then the woman had said that her daughter just really loves cartoons. So she's like, I'm going to add a My Little Pony. And then on the My Little Pony, I'm going to put a little tramp stamp right on its butt of another marijuana leaf. I'm also going to add a little red to the My Little Pony's eyes. She will dig this. And this was horrifying for her little daughter and her friends because they were what, like around six or seven? Uh, turns out uh, her daughter was 25, the one that what? really loved Moana <laughs> and really wanted a Moana cake and loved cartoons. Wait, it seems to me like this particular employee was going out of her way. Out of her way. It was a work of to art, make it exceptional. dare I say. No, it was a beautiful cake, but seriously, why is any 25-year-old's mom calling the Dairy Queen to get a, a special birthday it's cake a made? Well, here's the thing. The family gets it, realizes, oh, there's been a mistake, thinks it's super funny. Of course. The story goes viral. Everyone's getting a good laugh out of it until that Dairy Queen fired this young lady, Cassandra Walker, the one that decorated the cake, which makes no sense because she's not even the one that took the phone call. It was the manager that took the phone call, misheard Moana The manager wrote down marijuana? Absolutely. Watched her decorate the cake, watched them walk out the door with it. It was her that did it, but this young girl, Cassandra Walker, got fired. By the way... This is bogus. She got fired on her birthday. Oh, my God. Did somebody make oh, her a cake? I hope so. <laughs> Why did anyone get fired, first of all? Great I don't question. Know. Maybe Dairy Queen thought it made them look bad to be in the pot business because, you know, the devil's reefer, right? For me, I mean, I they're not really in the pot business as no. much as they are making know, a cake but, for somebody. And but for they, me, I thought, oh, Dairy Queen makes custom cakes? I had no idea. Yeah, Dairy Queen's cool now, right? Absolutely. But nobody should have been fired, least of all the most innocent victim in this whole thing. Yes. Like, as you pointed out, the family loved it. Thought it was hysterical. If anyone had to go, it's the manager who mis- misread well, the order. I assume someone had to go and the manager said, not me. Right? Yeah, not me. <laughs> I'm outraged by this. Yeah. Now, at some point with the blowback to Dairy Queen, didn't they offer her a job back and she declined? Yeah, she was offered the position back by a different Dairy Queen manager. But she said, no, the way I was treated, I'm just not happy working for you. She's too talented for that Dairy Queen. She's too pure, Miss Cassandra Walker. (laughs) She's too good for this world, Allie. Yes, yes, Bean. (laughs) So we want to talk about you were fired, but it really wasn't your fault. That's the topic on the Kevin Bean Show right now. it was your fault, and you're going to try and convince (laughs) us that perhaps it was someone else's. Right, because you don't want us to rule. Clear cut, it absolutely wasn't your fault. You were just a fall guy. Now, I think we should specify, we're not looking for people who are just laid off because of budget cuts or attrition or something right. like that, right? Something happened, you got fired for it, even though you didn't do it. I think that's what we want here. Correct. 1-800-520-1067. It turns out we have someone here on our own show. Casey, girl with her finger on the button, just joins us in the studio right now. Hey, Casey. Hello, guys. What's up? What happens if we start a, a furious flurry of F-words right now while you're in here? Then I make a nice little dive over the whole uh, might, audio console. Might be worth it, be. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how fast you can move. <laughs> All right, this happened to you, you told us. Yeah, so when I first started at K-Rock, I was working at two different stations simultaneously. One of them was like a little AM news talk station. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, which one? Which one? Which one? doesn't matter. Yeah, Irrelevant. It Continue, please. Continue. She'll tell you off, off the air so you can have your AM boner. There you go. Okay. Um, no, so what had happened was I had a boss that went on medical leave, and some of his responsibilities had been delegated to other people. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, fair enough. I was running the board for uh, on the weekend for pretty much an all automated block of infomercials. Okay, so I'm hands off. Good radio, right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hands off. 
I normally don't work that particular shift either. So I don't know what the normal content that we have is. Right. So fast forward to the following week, and I get called in to be spoken to and fired uh, because apparently we re-aired a show from the previous week. Like you, how are you supposed to know? Is there any way you could have known? Uh, In theory, yes, but it was something that we never did in the five years that I had been there up to that Mm. point. Um, I mean, I could have looked at it. theory, yes, but not in five years. To me, that's a no. Right. So it had to have been a mistake from the person who was receiving the show from the client, Mm -hmm. who was recording it in to the system, and who was also scheduling it into the block of, you know, this is our log for the day. Yeah, Yeah, you're not the person person who's in charge of picking which show to air. You just played what was up next in the computer. And I didn't even have to play it because it's all automated. Mm -hmm. I just have to make sure that we don't have dead air. So it is you a got fired job. because the wrong show aired, and and I didn't catch it. And you wow. said to them, "Hey, not my fault." And what did they say? Oh well, sorry. Everything that we have has a cart number, and if I had just looked mm. at all of these eighty-five million digits, That's a BS. I could have known that it was something that was not scheduled for that time. Ew. Well, Casey, I yeah. didn't realize you were this irresponsible, and I'm afraid we're going <laughs> to have to let, let you go, go. over that. <laughs> we just we can't have somebody who's so careless. <laughs> right? So I'm sorry you you telling this story. Now we have to fire you. But that's a good one, though, right? Somebody needed yes. to be the fall guy. Yes. It was apparently me. Yeah, yeah. apparently you. Yeah. All right, uh, put some of these people on hold, you guys. 1-800-520-1067. Kevin, you must have been fired a bunch. Of I've your, been fired a tremendous amount of times, but they were all deserved. All I your was, fault. I was really trying to think of one where it wasn't my fault, and I couldn't. My, okay. Couldn't think of it. All one. right. Let's see what Chris has got going on. He's in Burbank. He's up first in this segment, line four on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. Thank you. You were fired. It wasn't your fault. Nope. I was 16 years old. This is back in about 97. There was a place in downtown Fullerton called Rock and Taco. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever uh, sure. was a dueling panel bar. My nickname first job, literally first or second day on the job, I sit down at the bar. Bartrick and sender says, what do you want? It said, Long Island iced tea. He gives it to me in a styrofoam cup. And you're 16? I freak out. I was 16 years oh. old. I look 16. He serves me. Oh. And uh, I put it in a styrofoam cup. I freak out. I put it, like, in a pantry. I take it home. I give it to my mom. She downs the thing, literally. So, <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Mom, I'm having to ask what it was. I'm having a lot of trouble tracking this story. <laughs> you were 16 in a bar? Yeah, I was a They boy. served you a drink and you didn't yep. drink it. You instead took it home and gave it to your yep. mom? He said he was a busboy, yep. Bean, so that yep. explains why he was there. Okay. Yep, yep. So, I was on my break. I sat what down. What 16 year old doesn't him. drink that drink when he's giving it to him? What are you, some sort of narc? Uh, what are you, I was a prude? boy. I mean, I don't know, man. It was, okay. you know, doing it for cash. All right, so, so you uh, go home, you try to get your mom drunk, then what? All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Just for you, buddy. Um, and then, and next day I come back, uh, manager calls me down to his office downstairs in a dungeon, and he says, hey, I heard you were served. I freak out. I own up to the whole thing. The, part, uh, the manager says, well, I need to fire you. But that's not the worst part about it, or the best part about it. best part is it gives me $800 cash. Wow. To just kind of not say anything about it. Hmm. Hush money. I like it. That is the best mm-hmm. firing I've ever yeah, heard. Right? It wasn't too bad. Mom was drunk. I made 800 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All in a day's work. It's a win-win. All right. Thank you for the call, Chris. We appreciate you. 1-800-520-1067. I swear, Kevin Bean, I was fired, but it wasn't my fault. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Let's take a phone call first. We're talking about you got fired, but it wasn't your fault. 
Ryan, so says Ryan. That's what Ryan said. Ryan Let's in find Los out. Angeles. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going, guys? Good. Thank you. Why are you calling to lie to us, Ryan? You know you did it. Um, you know, I wish I did, but it actually was not my fault. What happened? Right, what happened? So, so a couple years ago, I was working for this uh, collection agency, and I was really good friends with my boss, and I had a really good uh, friend coworker. And one day after a party, a work party, they you know we went back to my apartment. They uh, apparently started hooking up, and then six months later down the road, we all go to our Vegas trip to a music festival, and we got a two bedroom apartment suite. We're just chilling, having a good time. And then we come back uh, from Vegas. So my boss drops me off. An hour later, he calls me back, uh, letting him know, letting me know that his wife served him with divorce papers. Oh. So, yeah. So, then so how does that, that affect you? So uh, we get back because he was my boss, and uh, I called out of work the next few days, tripping out, not knowing what to do because he's like, yeah, you know. I resigned. They were going to bring me in the office. They were going to bring you in. But I love my company. But So I went into the office, and they're like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go because his wife actually worked in the same office with us, and I got in trouble for not informing them of the situation due to HR. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now let's make a ruling on Ryan. Did he have an obligation to go to HR if he knew his boss was sleeping with a coworker? I feel like that's not something that is... Uh, no. Uh, he should never have to do no. that. No, that's not in his business. I agree. I right. say sue right. the company. I can't ruin the marriage. If I'm friends with really good friends with the wife and the husband, you know, and the girl he's sleeping with. You got to so nail them right. all, Ryan. That's the oh, only way out of this thing, Including the boss. Seriously, you got to nail every <laughs> single one of them just to make things fair. All right, sir, thank you for the call. Kevin Mealister, uh, Alex from Reno, checking in from the 775. I worked for a production company, and one of my coworkers brought in a griddle to cook his breakfast on the line, which you're not supposed to do. So uh, he was caught because our side of the line started to smell like a Denny's. My boss fired him and also fired me because I didn't tell on him. Ooh, <laughs> come on. Your co-worker's making pancakes? You don't tell on him. Right? I don't understand. I don't get this country anymore, man. <laughs> I'm leaving. Let's go to Alex. Uh, Los Angeles, line two, up next. Morning, Alex. Morning, Kevin and Bean. How you guys doing? We are good. You were fired. It wasn't your fault. Yeah, so I was a uh, resident advisor in college, and uh, they're pretty strict uh, about substance abuse when you're in that job. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a uh, one strike policy. You screw up once, and uh, you're you're gone. So I had a uh, fraternity meeting about half an hour before I went back to my room, and a buddy of mine gives me a, a plate of cookies, and he said, "Hey, I baked these earlier today." I was like, "Oh, cool, thanks." And I eat a cookie, and I go back to my room, and I start freaking out. I'm just like, you know, I'm hallucinating. I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to die. I'm did, like shaking. Did you know when and he handed you the cookies that they were edibles? I did not. Did he did not. not disclose, and I didn't ask. I okay. Just an uh, innocent college student didn't even think about it. That is the kind and, uh, of information that would be helpful to pass along to the person who's about to eat it. That's what I tried to say when they fired me, but uh, oh. they were not interested. Yeah, so I... Uh, had to call 911 because I wasn't really sure what was happening. I figured that that was, at, at that point, I figured that that's probably what happened. So I did tell, you know, they ask you on the phone when you call 911, did you take anything? You have to tell us, did you take anything? Right. And I said, and I said, yeah, I think I might have uh, accidentally uh, 
eaten an edible and gotten high, but I'm not exactly sure. I mean, sure. you should be fired for calling 911 after an edible, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, Alex, thank you for the well, call, sir. Okay. We appreciate it. By the way, we got a, a call from the 661, a text, rather, excuse me. I work for an insurance company with business insurance. Most of these callers can sue for wrongful termination, which, Ali, I think you brought up yeah. earlier. They can get a settlement upward of $50,000 if they wow. are wrongfully terminated. Plus an edible? That's a pretty good deal right there. <laughs> Give me some Lana action, if you would. Line one, Inglewood, next on K-Rock. Hey, Lana. Hi, how are you? We are good. You were fired, and it wasn't your fault. Yes. So I worked at a wing, a popular wing shop when I was uh, in college. I was 18 years old. Um, and I had left the job. That there was an iPhone or something like that, an iPod, next to the trash can in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a good citizen, I grabbed it, took it home, charged it. But then I called the person who, like, was labeled as mom. And I said, hey, I found your iPod. You know, I wanted to return it. And she was really thankful and everything and everything was fine. But then a couple days later, I was called into the um, store. And the manager had to let me go because the grandma had given it to her grandson as a gift. And she thought I had stole it. What? Oh, if you had stolen it, why would you have contacted them to give it back? Well, they were upset that I didn't turn it into the store, but my reasoning for that was it was in the garage. It wasn't on property or anything like that. Yeah, you yeah. were on your way home. Yeah. You, um, I don't like see, this. this is what happens, man. You try to do a nice deed, mm-hmm. right? It's getting more like communism, saying we're going to do this and do that. Right? What do I? What do I always say? Never be the good Samaritan. You never do the you thing do. that helps. You do say other that, people. but you shouldn't yeah. say that. I say that all the time. See okay. what happened to Lana, though. <laughs> Poor Lana. All right, let's try. Uh, I don't understand Juan in Fountain Valley. Is he right. telling the truth here? What do you think? Let's give it a try. Juan, good morning. Good morning, guys. You were fired. It wasn't your fault. What happened? It wasn't, I swear. All right. All what right, happened? So, uh, <laughs> hey, remember, you are under oath, Juan. Oh, so I was the store manager for Target and Target the cashiers. Eventually, it got to the point where they wanted me to step down because I was too nice to them. So um, I'm a guest okay. service person. All right. Look, Hold on a second. Here. I care too much. <laughs> Do we let Juan go on when he's already lied to us? He's so full of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I was, they had to step down. I was so nice to All the right. cashier. Juan, is that true? Yes. If you know Target, they're pushing red cards, and I was just like, yo, as long as you have good customer service, don't worry about trying to get a credit card off of people. They didn't like that, so they're like, you need to step down. So I'm like, all right, relax. I stepped down, and they still expect me to do all By the By the way, managers. if you get fired or you're asked to be stepped down, go ahead and say, all right, relax. Yeah. <laughs> that always sends well. Always helps. my favorite yeah. employee ever. Okay, so what job did you have after that at the Target? I was at guest service, just like returns and stuff, but they still wanted me to cover the, like, manager part. So eventually I told her, like, um, I know you guys need help and all that, but I don't want to be doing a job that I'm not allowed to be doing anymore. So how about you find someone else to do it? She didn't like that response, so the next day she, she sends me upstairs. Then she goes, calm down. <laughs> you should smile more. Did you try that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so did uh, you get fired? Yes, they sent me upstairs to cover a lunch. And at that point, I'm like, if I work past my five hours, it's against the law, so you guys better send someone to send me on my lunch. An hour later, I'm still up there, and I come down, and they're like, ooh, you hit your fifth hour. We're going to have to, like, 
uh, write you up for that. The next day I show up and I can't even clock in and they already fired me. Well, they did the right thing. I mean, I, I feel like I'm turning on Juan as well. Seriously, Juan, you were begging to be fired. You, you, you were an a hole in every every possible turn. Hey, if, if, I, if they don't respect me, I'm not going to respect them. Right? I'm okay. sorry. All right, that's a good way to go into a job. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. My butt is so descriptive, though. Okay, Ali Romeo. Actually, it's time for what's happening here on the Kevin and <laughs> Bean Show for Tuesday morning. I don't know what that was. You guys, big changes coming to this season of Supergirl, and by big changes, it was just announced on Melissa Benoist's Instagram page. She's ditching the skirt on her Supergirl and replacing it. With kind of like a onesie outfit of blue. Oh, she's replacing it with something? See, because you want her naked. Well, no, you said she was ditching the skirt. I thought, well, now we're talking. I'll no, start no, no. watching okay, the I CW. Okay, I see. I see what you're, okay, you're but saying. You're saying she's yeah. putting the, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like this whole blue outfit with a cape and then uh, thigh-high red boots and a little belt. It is oh. a look, you guys. And it appears she got bangs. Wow, this is fascinating. I mean, I'm just saying, just from the picture, that seems to be a change as well. I'd like to buy the rights to this story. That's way bigger news than the pants. She's got bangs now? Listen, when a woman gets bangs, they've either gone through a serious breakup or something is going very wrong in their life. Okay. Because that's the first thing you do. And if you have friends that care, they will talk you out of it. But I will say this, Melissa Benoist looks great. I can verify that yeah. uh, bangs are not good news for the person that yeah. they're married to. I can ver- I can I can tell you that that is true. <laughs> when I come home and Donna's got bangs, I'm like, what did I do? Uh-oh. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, I'm sure that there are uh, uh, nerd boys out there mm-hmm. who are outraged, right? Because apparently there's some sort of classic Supergirl look, and now she's bringing it into the modern era, and it's not right. Listen, I'm ruining sure, her, their childhoods. yeah, childhoods are ruined, I'm sure, somewhere, but we don't care about those people. Correct. We don't care great. about those people at all. And even Woke Dave, his response was, yeah, you don't want to be like all flying through the air and showing your hoo-ha. This is a great move. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Thank you for piping in. You are correct. He's always worried about showing his hoo-ha. He always is. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, I have a question for you. How long could you sit on a toilet before getting bored? Um, I like to get in and get out, mm-hmm. frankly. That is not a, like a, a room that I okay. want to hang out yeah. in as much as possible. So I'm, you know, I'm all business, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> Um, do I, am I able to, uh, have a book or something sure. to watch or like you all of a sudden start reading? It's <laughs> yeah. my right. superpower now, you guys. <laughs> you read? <laughs> you take your phone in, Kevin, just admit it. Fine. Um, how long till I get bored? Probably five minutes. Okay. Well, this is, um, somebody that sat on a toilet with his pants on and up. It wasn't a working toilet. For 116 consecutive hours to break the uh, Guinness World Record. He's a Belgian man. Here's the thing. It was uh, a toilet, like I said, not hooked up to any plumbing. 
Jimmy Dufresne says Guinness does not yet have a record for longest time sitting on a toilet, but he was able to beat out the unofficial record of 100 hours. He was allowed five-minute breaks every hour to stretch and use a real toilet, but 116 consecutive hours. That's Dave can beat that. I feel like Dave or Beer Mug could beat that. I yeah, have a question. Um, why? I mean, What's recognition. The... You're a Guinness World Record holder. Okay. Yeah, but for, for sitting, sitting on, on a toilet. toilet. Yes. Okay. His uh, Dave wanted to beat it for watching TV continuously. He did yeah, twice. You're, yeah, you're doing something. But though. he wanted TV. Yeah, yeah, he wanted oh, TV at the end of it. My gosh. What? what? What if we combine the two? Watching TV while sitting on the toilet. Dave could be a double two record records. holder. Also get him a free toilet and TV. I was thinking, yes. Boom. Dave out. Uh-huh. Are you guys high? We're talking about toilets here. Omar sits on the toilet for 160 oh, no, hours. We need well, the, they're not we need actually, the, it's not a working every toilet. hour. We need the toilet to be standing at the end of this record. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And again, not a working toilet. You're just, you got your pants on and up. Okay. You're just that doesn't stop Omar. You're just sitting. Okay. <laughs> that seems uncomfortable. For Yeah, 116 hours is like, yeah. like <laughs> days. Just doing, <laughs> doing math, you guys. Five days? It's like five days, yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Thank you, guys. Pretty well done. I feel pretty well, good about a, it. It's a dumb record. Yeah. Well, not much happening in Belgium, apparently. True. I have a uh, late-breaking news story, if you don't mind. Oh, huh? please. Right. You don't mind me interrupting. And now, breaking news, Bolton. This is the 2019 we deserve, you guys. Allie, you sure you got room for this? You'll yeah, please. Okay. Bagel Boss. Kevin, were you here for Bagel Boss? I do not believe so. He was the uh, the five foot tall or a little little shorter than that who threw the huge tantrum. Oh, I in, saw in that. the bagel shop because I, I saw that. He's, he says women won't date him because he's so short. Well, I mean, he's an he asshole. Be, he's I think an it's asshole. The problem. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. And we, and we all decided that this guy we don't want this guy to be famous. This guy ought to be ashamed. He ought to be, he ought to be shunned. We should never hear from him again. He should be in therapy. Okay, maybe in a mental institution. He has just signed a contract with a fighting promoter to step into the ring on September 7th in Atlantic City. The possibility is that he will fight Antoine Dodson, the hide-your-wife, hide-your-kids guy from the video. I'm strangely in. In 2010. I'm strangely in. The bagel boss guy is going to fight the hide-your-wife, hide-your-kids guy. I'm just naturally tough, he says. I'll whoop his ass. If he thinks he's going to win, forget about it. That's the quote he said to TMZ. Yeah. So he's a star now, you guys. This is going to be like... Well, he's not. Here's the the thing. I, uh, I too, have that story. I was choosing not to do it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. Because why would you make him... Because Any he's more. the cash me outside girl now, is what I'm saying. We will now. She's gonna fight him. No, I'm not saying that. But what no, I'm saying I'm is in. these people, these people boil up like mm-hmm. a pimple, and you can never ever get rid of it. No matter what you do, that pimple is on you forever. And now this guy, Bagel Boy, is now one of those people like cash me outside. First of all, he has a pimple. It was Bagel Boss because that bagel was boss, the actual sorry. bagel place. Yes, I understand. Okay. <laughs> But if he fights Antoine Dodson, what are we doing? What are we doing uh, as a nation? Watching and gambling? No. Oh we're no, not that's doing what, that. okay. That's not what we're saying. Okay. We're not supporting doing a that week at of all. Content? 
in giveaways? I mean, how is this? Interviewing them every day before and after? How is this a thing that might happen in the world in which we live? Yeah. Guys, it's not enough to move to England now. I need to move to the moon. I have to get away from this. I guarantee they're a-holes like Bagel Boss on the moon. Right? Okay. Oh, we can ask Tom DeLonge tomorrow. Boom. Excellent. Done. There it is. Done. Allie, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had that and had decided not to, but you made the wrong choice. (laughs) I knew you'd think that. (laughs) All right. uh, I also have an update from an earlier story that I did. Um, And now, breaking news, boys. This is London calling. Here is a news flash. Uh, The story I did about uh, Pink, again, defending herself on Instagram, photos of her children, this time running through the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin. Live, local, late-breaking. And I said, for the love of God, Pink, disable your comments. You said that for a week, week and a half. Why are you doing this? Pink has disabled her comments. Just a friendly reminder to those of you that need it. Then a middle finger. There will be no more comments on this page. Ha, 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 ha. Four middle fingers. Looks like you're going to have to tell it on the mountain. Good luck to you. And to everyone else, I love you forever. How long? You say it here. It happens there. Yeah. How long until she turns them back on? Uh, Probably sometime today. Yeah. Uh, I would like to thank uh, listener Courtney Christine that sent me a message on Instagram and said she's disabled him, Allie, with the hand on the head emoji, which I think she was meaning like, why don't you check her Instagram and see if she's dis- disabled him? Mm-hmm. And I say to you, Courtney, Christine, I am very busy not doing correct news. <laughs> so thank you for that update. We have to start doing things mm-hmm. to just make us look like we've got our act together here because we're all looking just really, really, really floppy. Okay, got it. Guys, remember making the band... Um, that was barely. the Diddy show? Yeah, it was the Diddy show. First debuted in 2002. Sean Diddy Combs was the host, the judge, a mentor. Hand-selected performers for a group. And when I say a group, we're talking O-Town. We're talking Danity Kane. Those are the bands that came out of making the band. Was well, 112 out of making the band? Heck too? no. Oh, they were. How Ridiculous. dare you? How dare you? I thought they were. Okay. Oh, my God. I 112 apologize. is like one of the best Late 80s, 90s R&B bands from Atlanta. I apologize. I'm sorry. Peaches and Cream. Okay. I thought they came out of that show, but maybe not. Okay, fine. And I don't think it was the 80s. I think it was the 90s. But anyway, I I say this to you because after several teases on social media, Sean Diddy Combs has announced that a revival of the musical competition show Making the Band has been greenlit for 2020. Yeah! Here's the thing. The new show sources contestants on social media with Combs calling on aspiring musicians to use the hashtag MTB casting. So I guess not even really auditions. We'll just find you on social media and figure it out. Okay. Guys, do we need it? Uh, no. I don't know if we, we do, do not. either. And finally, George R.R. R. Martin isn't letting fan outrage over the final season of HBO's Game of Thrones change his long-in-the-works plans for his literary franchise. I'm he sure is, he's feeling a lot better today after oh, the sure. Emmy nominations. Jesus. Yeah, not bad. Um, he still has two Game of Thrones books left to finish, The Winds of Winter and A Dream of Spring. But he said he's not letting any of the fan backlash 
affect his books. He did bring up a really interesting point that I never really thought about. He said that the internet affects all of this to a degree that it has never affected before, like Jon Snow's parentage. There were early hints about who Jon Snow's parents were in the books, but only one reader in 100 would put that together. Before the internet, that's fine, but now that one reader figures it out, tweets it, and now everybody knows and I never thought about that. Like if you if you figure something out, who would you tell? Only someone else reading that book. Yeah, true. That's right. So he did say that is the only thing really that has changed. He said You can't really drop a subtle clue anymore. No, exactly. He said, uh, you know, the twist that you're building towards all of a sudden is suddenly out there. So people get to that sudden twist and they're like, yeah, we figured this out three episodes ago. That's got to suck. Yeah. So he said he doesn't read the fan sites. I want to write the book I've always intended to write all along, but when it comes out, they can like it or they can not like it. But he's remaking the final season. He is not. Okay, Mm-mm. I thought it, they no. got a petition. They t- uh. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Michael Flatley, Corey Feldman, Will Ferrell, Carly Lloyd, and Phoebe Cates. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. In your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein in the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Nobody asked you, Kevin! Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We have Adam Carolla, the ace man in studio. We have Tom DeLong. <gasps> it's been a while. Talking about the angels and airwaves and... Aliens. Aliens. Oh, yes. I can't wait. He's finally going to unveil what's going on at Area 51 tomorrow. I can't wait. And we have a 55-inch TCL 5 Series TV and a sound bar as well tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.